Hey gang, this is Mike Headley on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. This great episode we got coming up is tips on actually buying a property, sitting at home, relaxing, you're interested in buying a property, we got some great tips. And don't forget, like and subscribe on all social media platforms. Let's go! Oh, that's right. Find out everything you want to know at the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Tune in, tune in for all the hotness. When it come to real estate, we cover all topics. First time homebuyers selling your property. Wanna build an empire? Real life monopoly. We talk duplexes, triplexes, multifamily units, and commercial investments. We got you. The heavy group got you. You can own whatever you want. Who gonna stop you? We got you. The heavy group got you. Here's your host, Mike Edley. We are back on the Hetley Group Real Estate Show. This here is our very first episode. Like I promised you all before, we're going to give you great step-by-step content in terms of everything in real estate. And this, these segments up and coming will be dealing with actually sitting at home or wherever you're at, and you want to buy a piece of property. And we, before we start to talk to people, we want to give you that blow-by-blow. Blow. Thanks for you all for kind of coming in and having this moment with me. Here we go. Since before you purchase a property, right? This is our our thing here. We say, okay, well, what what can we do? What can we do before before we kind of make things happen? I've been contemplating. It's been on my brain. We got to review and get our organization together with our financial documents. That is so so crucial when we are moving forward with buying a piece of property. Now, if you're paying cash. All of this excludes you, but it's good to have the information anyway. I'm talking to people out there who needs a loan because everybody ain't rich. So I'm talking to you. Here we go. Now, gathering all your financial documents, two years of tax returns and W-2s. These are so critical in terms of buying getting a loan. Why? Because the lender needs to make sure that you are currently employed and then you are in that you still have that job and you're in the same industry. And like to see a minimum of two years with that. Now, when they when we say two years of tax returns and your W-2s, they have to be up to date. Up to date and recent. As well as when we say up to date 30 year, 30 days pay stuff. Wanna make sure you are, like I said, still on your job. Making sure that uh, uh, that you are able to pay them back with the current flow of income. And then um, we look moving forward with your credit score. And I tell people all the time, I say, listen, go check your credit score out free. Go online. This is a lot. I don't want to give no advertisement to any particular uh, credit services that I rec- that I would recommend. But I know there's the host out there. Some you have to pay for. But I would say if you want to see where you at, and this may vary, but I'm looking at a minimum credit score of 620. 620, a lot of lenders out there have different products that can get you a mortgage. Now, granted, don't forget this. This is very important here. The lower your credit score, the higher the interest rate and return reflects the higher the monthly mortgage payment. So the better credit score you got, the better payment you have. There's a little more variables in between that, uh, such as your debt to income ratio, but we'll get with that with another another episode. So what happens is you're, you're going to go to a credit worthy website, Pull up your credit score and see exactly where you're at. And a credit report should tell you everything that you have on your report that you might need to clean up. You might need to talk to 
uh, um, save example, you got a credit card for $1,000, which can impact you with mortgage. You could talk to that service and say, you know something, let's go ahead and uh, uh, work out a payment plan if you was never paying on it. Gives you a good snapshot exactly how your financial situation look. So then what we want to do is we want to have fun. Go review homes online. A lot of times people have done that already. They'll probably go to some of these websites and they'll put this first before they do any of this. They get excited. And I would say you want to have this first, but it's good to do this. Go on go online, take a look around and see exactly what's out there. Just have fun with it. Um, so now you are ready. You said you looked at all your financial stuff. Your credit score is good. Financial documents is good. You say, I am ready to purchase. Now I am biased towards this. And when I'm biased towards hiring a real estate professional, right? The real estate professional is the person that's going to give you the direction and guidance you need to move forward with your property. I would recommend that you interview at least two to three brokers. The reason why you want to interview two or three brokers is you want to make sure they got the insight, the experience, the knowledge to help you kind of navigate this quote unquote war, right? In a good way. You kind of go at it about your, about your, you go at it yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. But if your first time doing this, or second or third time, sometimes we've been in the business for a long period of time, we forget certain things. Real estate professionals have uh, 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 have electives they have to do every year in terms of keeping up to date on the latest with it, just in real estate. So with that knowledge, that can transfer over to the buyer. This way you can get in great insight and you get in the perfect person who has the skill set to take you from A, B, and C and eventually to closing. And I've seen people who kind of did things on their own and didn't have a professional. Some was successful and some was not. I'm going to share a brief story with you. I had a client who uh, purchased a property. He was so eager. He, he asked my advice. I gave it to him. He never hired me. And he kind of ran with things on his own. Fast forward, he closed on that property about 45 days later, called me up and said, hey, Mike, you know something? What um, what can I do? I have a roof problem. And the first thing I said to him, I said, did you get a home inspection? He said, well, nah, I didn't I didn't get a home inspection. I kind of brought it as is. I said, I don't understand buying as is, but did you get the property inspected for you so you know exactly what's going, what you're buying? He said, I didn't have that. He said, can I go back to the sellers? I said, unfortunately, you can't. You can try if they're nice enough to to uh, uh, to uh, make you whole or do something to fix it, but they don't have to. Why? Because the deeds is transferred. They no longer own the property, you own it. And the downside, my point in all of this is hiring a real estate professional because all that could have been prevented. That real estate professional would have gave you the advice, the suggestion, or probably recommended a home inspector for them to go out, inspect, and court that, prop, court that problem early and that would could have relieved this. We wouldn't have been having this conversation right now. So that's my reasoning of hiring a real estate professional. So once you get a real estate professional, um, then you have a conversation with the lender, right? You probably get one recommended by your real estate professional. But if you don't go that route, I would recommend that you go through a local credit union or your bank. A lot of times they have some great rates because you probably have a relationship with them um, since you've been banking with them for an extended period of time. And the objective of going through a lender is for what? So we can get to the money, right? Show me the money. Yes, we want to get. 
a pre-qualification pre-approval. And what this is, this is your letter, so what? You can shop. They're saying, we reviewed all your financial situation, reviewed everything, because again, you provided the docs. Reviewed everything, we like what we see, based, based off of your portfolio, and we can qualify you for X. Now, say for example, they said we can qualify you for $350,000. Does that mean you have to spend all that? No, it does not mean. It does, you don't have to spend all that. You can find something uh, for $280,000. That means up to three fifty. dollars Now, I will say, and, that, and I don't want to go too in deep on this until we get another episode. If you're qualified for $350,000 and you find a property for $300,000, that doesn't mean $50,000 is going back in your pocket. No, they will approve you up to the amount that whatever the contract states. But again, that's for another episode. Now, listen, we are in the, we are in the atmosphere of reviews, likes and shares. Give me a thumbs up on this one. Right. First episode. Look out for us. We need that much as we can. Follow us on all social media. This is Mike Kelly on Heavy Good Real Estate Show. So, where we at? Cut! Thank you all for tuning in for this great podcast. Let's do a quick takeaway. Review your financial situations. Get two years of your recent tax returns with your W-2s. 30 days worth. Get a hold of your bank statements. Review them. Make sure they are up to date and current with current balances. Review recent credit scores. See where your scores is at. Talk to a real estate professional. They give you great recommendations on lenders as well as other vendors. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe.